Welcome everyone to Dead Talk Live. I'm your host Viz from Walking Dead Now. Want to welcome all of our viewers. If you are joining us for the first time tonight and want more information about our show, please visit our website at deadtalklive.com. And as always, if you have not already done so, please visit us on YouTube. Our channel is called Walking Dead Now. Go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already done so. And if you're there right now, please go ahead and hit the thumbs up button on this broadcast. Saz is going to be handling the text chats tonight on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And Marie is going to be moderating on Instagram. I want to welcome all of our viewers. We have Leo with us, Herbal Might, Singer Chick, Khaleesi, Summer, Star Guitar, all joining us on YouTube. We have Lindsay Sparks on with us on Facebook. CC Weezy is with us on YouTube. Let's see what's going on on the Instagram side. Sergio is with us. Ismail is joining us. Block is with us. Welcome. Uh, Johnny's also joining us on Instagram. Sergio Muhammad uh, Rafael is giving us big thumbs up. Hope everyone is doing well. Uh, enjoying your Friday evening, I hope. It's the weekend before uh, next weekend where we're going to get the finale of The Walking Dead. Finally. Uh, we're really pumped up about it. Uh, I'm going to be... I made plans. I'm going to watch it with because I have AMC Premiere or AMC Plus. Uh, I'm going to watch the finale uh, a week from today on Friday. But don't worry, guys. As I've promised before... There will be, you know, a Thursday, Friday, Saturday show of Dead Talk Live. I am not going to spoil a single thing. My lips are going to be sealed in regards to the finale. Uh, so don't worry about that. Uh, but I am I'm jazzed up. I'm psyched. Uh, welcome, Sylvia. Kennedy is with us on Facebook. Rhea is also joining us. Erin as well on Facebook. Uh, Lindsay says, great interview last night, Liz. Thank you, Lindsay, and I hope you guys got a chance to tune in. We had Jared, the savior from The Walking Dead, played by Joshua Michael. It was a great interview. Uh, a lot of people went in really just hating the character of Jared, but after listening to Joshua speak, the actor who played Jared... Uh, you saw what kind of a great guy he was. And he's a great guy, you know what I mean? And he's an actor, and he played the role of Jared brilliantly. He did a great job. As I tell all the antagonists that I've talked to on this show, if you walk away from a role as an antagonist and the fans really hate you, that just means you did an amazing job. And Josh did an amazing job in portraying Jared on The Walking Dead. Uh, if you guys had did not get a chance to watch yesterday's interview, it's available on YouTube, also on Facebook and Twitter as well. And tomorrow, uh, our long list of interviews continues with uh, Lindsley Register. That's right, guys. Laura, a.k.a. Barcode, Savior-turned-trusted-Alexandrian. We are really psyched to have Lindsley with us tomorrow. That should be a fascinating conversation. Uh, she was a savior. She was, uh, you know, one of Negan's lieutenants. She's the one who turned in Dwight uh, when Dwight shot her. Uh, but she was also the first one to surrender when All Out War finished. And after the six-year time jump, we see that she's a member of the Alexandria Council uh, she is a very huge, trusted confidant to Michonne, as is DJ, played by Matt Mangum, who's also going to be a guest on our show. So, good stuff coming tomorrow. You guys don't want to miss tomorrow's episode. It's going to be really fun, and it should be a fascinating conversation. Want to welcome Stenningel, who's just joined us. Jungle has just joined us on Instagram. Welcome to all the people who are coming in. Uh, Mahmoud is with is with us from Egypt. Welcome. Amparo is giving us a smiley love face on Instagram. 
Welcome to all our Instagram peeps. Uh, let's see what's going on. Fish is uh, with us on YouTube. Welcome, Fist. Um, Herbal Might on YouTube writes, Rest in Peace, DJ. Yep. If you guys don't remember, DJ was one of the many heads on the Pikes during Alpha's Kingdom Fair Massacre, along with Enid, Tara, Henry. That was a huge, long list of people that bit the dust on that night. Uh, Nikki is with us on Facebook. Hello to Nikki. Marlon uh, is also with us. Um, sorry, Marion is with us from the Philippines. Welcome. Welcome to all you guys, as is Jade from the Philippines. So let's go ahead and get started, all right? There was a lot of, uh, I don't know if you want to call it news, but a lot of articles that came out today. Uh, the first one is that I decided to uh, point out everything we know about The Walking Dead's mega final season, including Lauren Cohen's return. Uh, by now, all the diehard fans know that Season 11 is going to be split over two years, uh, 24 total episodes. Those do not include the six episodes that we are getting in early 2021. And not even including the finale, we have a total of 31 episodes of The Walking Dead, the original title, The Walking Dead Left, uh, which is pretty much the equivalent of two full seasons. Uh... It goes on to say that when will The Walking Dead return? While an exact premiere date has yet to be finalized, the first 12 episodes of season 11 are set to air in 2021. In the meantime, fans can get their Walking Dead fix with the long-awaited finale coming in one week from this coming Sunday. The episode was originally scheduled to air in April, but we all know because of the pandemic, it was delayed. It will be on next Sunday at 9 p.m., October 4th, here in the United States. Uh, I know people are people in the U.K. It's on on Monday nights. So to get uh, your exact listing for your country, make sure you look it up, Google it, so you don't miss it. Uh, Nexus goes on to say the spin-offs that are on the horizon. Although The Walking Dead as we know it is coming to an end, The Walking Dead universe is continuing to expand. The newest spin-off, World Beyond, will premiere uh, this October 4th, right after the finale of The Walking Dead. AMC also recently announced that the Walking Dead series finale will be followed by uh, two new uh, spin-offs. One is going to be featuring Daryl and Carol, played by Norman Reedus and Melissa McBride, and that is set to premiere in 2023. It will be helmed by current showrunner Angela Kang. The second is an episodic anthology. And for those of you who do not understand what that means is... Each episode is going to be a self-contained story, okay? And then the next episode is going to be a different story. So think of it like uh, episode one is going to be a complete backstory on Jared, yesterday's guest. As an example, it's going to start and it's going to finish with his story in that single episode. And then on the next episode... It's going to be a completely different story. Whether they decide to do it by characters, uh, it is pretty much in the bag that we are going to see Glenn again. Stephen Yen is coming back in one way, form, or another. Um, more than likely, he is going to be a part of this uh, anthology series. If he is going to be spread over more than one episode with two different stories, I don't know. It has not been officially confirmed that he's coming back. But from all the stuff that is kind of being leaked out, 
it's pretty much in the bag, guys, that we are going to get to see Glenn again. And I don't know about you, but that has me really stoked. Um, Lisa on Facebook writes, that sounds like it's going to be great. Jade writes, I've watched The Walking Dead only when the pandemic days. I have finished season 1 to 10 and waiting for the season finale. I love Daryl so much. Nikki on Facebook writes, I kind of hope uh, Mr. Machete uh, gets into one of the spinoff shows. Mr. Machete, you mean who exactly? Uh, let's see. Nikki writes, I love Glenn's character. Yes. All of us love Glenn's character, and we do sorely miss him. Anyway, continuing on, on with this article, who is still alive in the Walking Dead cast? Jeffrey Dean Morgan will be back as Negan, and Norman Reedus will also return as Daryl Dixon. Other characters who are still alive include Carol, Rosita, uh, Father Gabriel, at least for one more episode, Lydia, played by Cassidy McClincy, Magna, Yumiko, and others. Lauren Cohen and other characters are returning. Fan favorite Maggie Ree will finally be returning to The Walking Dead for the season 10 finale and as a series regular in season 11. Her arrival was teased in the trailer. In it, she learns by letter of the dire situation back home in regards to the Whisperers. She is seen looking at the letter, then beginning on what we assume is her journey home. For those in need of a quick refresher, we last saw Maggie in Rick's last episode. She was the one holding Michonne back from wanting to rush the bridge that Rick just blew up. That was the last time we saw Maggie. Uh, after Rick's presumed death, she, along with Baby Herschel, fled to be on ABC's ill-fated comedy drama, Whiskey Cavalier. And then they go on to say, just kidding. She didn't take Baby Herschel with her. In an interview with Entertainment Weekly, Kang promised upcoming episodes will reveal where, he sh where she has been and what that means for those she left behind. Now, Lauren Cohen was on an interview that I played uh, last week on Kelly with Ryan, where she said she's in Atlanta right now, getting ready to start filming uh, those six extra episodes. Uh, so she pretty much kind of told us that those six extra episodes are more than likely going to be a whole backstory where we get to find out where Maggie's been all this time, what she's been up to, and uh, really, I think we can all safely assume that she's come across the Commonwealth, and it'll be a great way in those six extra episodes for them to give us an introduction to the Commonwealth, more than what we're going to get in the finale, which will lead and spill on over into season 11 of The Walking Dead. Now, it goes on to say season 11 should also give us more intel on newcomer Princess, who entered The Walking Dead universe in perhaps the most memorable yet comical way since uh, Glenn Ree. <laughs> Princess has been living solo for at least a year. It will be also be interesting to see how her unpredictable spices up her unpredictability spices up the finale. It was also announced this summer that Margot Bingham will be joining season 11. She will be playing Stephanie, uh, the radio voice Stephanie that Eugene has been talking to throughout this whole past season. Now, it goes on to say, why did Michonne leave The Walking Dead in Season 10? Thus far, the biggest departure of Season 10 has been Michonne in her final episode. Michonne narrowly escapes after being trapped and drugged by Virgil, by Virgil, the Walking Dead universe newcomer, 
who has gone tea-sipping crazy after inadvertently causing the death of his family. In a final episode reminiscent of Rick's, Michonne is visited by the ghosts of the Walking Dead's past as she imagines life had she not been taken in by the group. Uh, before she returns home with Virgil's other hostages, she discovers Rick's boots in an abandoned locker and decides that she must go off to find him. She calls Judith to say goodbye and pops on a hooded cape, grabs some uh, new pet walkers, and leaves almost exactly as she arrived. In an interview with Entertainment Weekly, uh, Guerrero was reluctant to confirm whether she would be joining Andrew Lincoln in the movie trilogy. However, Denai did indicate she will be switching gears to a new role as a showrunner of HBO Max's adaptation of Shinmamanda, the um, Americana. Sorry, that was kind of hard to pronounce. Hopefully, we can also expect more of her in the Marvel Avengers franchise. So, next, has The Walking Dead started filming yet? The movie? Not yet. Oh, uh, sorry, they're talking about season 11. My bad. Uh, not yet, although Kang has confirmed that the show writers have been working uh, hard remotely since March... Season 11 production is not set to begin until October. Uh, AMC CEO Josh Sepan has indicated the company would continue to monitor and adjust plans as needed. So, now there you guys have it. Sort of a, of a recap. What's going to happen, what might happen in The Walking Dead with the Season 10 on into those six extra episodes, and then on into season 11. All right, let's see what's going on. Uh, Khaleesi writes, Princess is the best. Summer, of course, loves Michonne. No secret there. Uh, Lisa on Facebook writes, I'm hoping Eugene finally gets his girl. Yes, yes. Let's see how that goes. Lanny is with us on Facebook as well, saying can't can't wait for the show to begin again. Ah, Meta is with us from Brazil on Instagram. Idolbox has just joined us. Uh, Ampero is giving us a smiley love face. Let's see. All these new people just came in on Instagram. Welcome to all you guys. Alex is with us on Instagram saying, I'm new. Well, welcome to the show, Alex. We hope you could stick around and enjoy the broadcast. Going all the way down on the list. Janie Joe is with us from Canada on Instagram, giving us a lot of love hearts. Welcome to all you guys. Now, the next uh, thing, the next article, is why Carol and Daryl could leave Alexandria in The Walking Dead Season 11. Uh, here's what may motivate Carol and Daryl to leave Alexandria in Season 11 for their new spinoff series, for a reason that, li that likely won't be revealed until 2022, Daryl and Carol are expected to leave Alexandria in The Walking Dead Season 11 AMC recently confirmed uh, that its flagship series will come to a conclusion after an extended 11th season, but instead of closing the door on all characters on the show, AMC will give Daryl and Carol their own spinoff. The Walking Dead still has plenty of story to tell for Daryl and Carol, who are the only characters left over from season one and perhaps the only characters currently on the show to have a future after the series ends. And, you know, if anything, if nothing else, we know that Daryl and Carol survive, okay? So the question 
that has been asked for many years now on who's going to be the last person standing on The Walking Dead when the original show does come to an end. Now we know. It's going to be Daryl and Carol, and it's no big surprise. Um, Until then, there's a lot uh, the two still have to endure. Walking Dead Season 10 put significant strains on their relationship. Carol's reckless recklessness caused by her strong desire for revenge against Alpha put her people in danger. It may have cost the life of Connie. However, the announcement that a Daryl and Carol spinoff is in the works for 2023 left the impression that the two will eventually reconcile. That will have to happen in order for them to leave together. Why they leave, though, they remains a mystery. And they're making a big assumption here. They're assuming they're going to just leave Alexandria. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that can happen besides them leaving Alexandria. Way too much uh, for them to really take this big leap and just automatically assume that they're just going to hop on the back, you know, hop on Daryl's bike and ride off into the sunset and on into a new story. So anyway, Carol expressed an interest in leaving Alexandria behind in the season 10 premiere. But a lot of that stemmed from the pain she was feeling after she lost Henry. If Carol's relationship with Ezekiel really is over, she may have nothing left holding her back from leaving Alexandria. As for Daryl, he may be hesitant to leave behind Judith now that Michonne uh, Denai is gone. Again, they're making assumptions. Why not take Judith and RJ with them? Anyway, he may change his mind in season 11 thanks to the introduction of the Commonwealth. With the safety they provide, he could perhaps feel more comfortable going off with Carol. There's a good chance that this organization, which is sure to be a driving narrative force for season 11, will play a key role and Daryl and Carol's decision to put Alexandria behind them. Uh, in the comics, the Commonwealth is a massive network of settlements. After Rick's group discovers them, they all spend some time reacting to them and their own way of doing things. Over time, Alexandria, Hilltop, Kingdom all agree to be integrated into the Commonwealth. The kingdom has fallen. So right there, the story has already changed. The hilltop will be rebuilt. Pretty sure about that. Because at the moment, it's burned to the ground. Uh, CC on YouTube writes, I think what happens with Connie will determine what Daryl does. You bring up a good point, CC. We've all been waiting for Daryl to find a romantic interest. And we're all hoping that that's Connie. What's going to happen to Connie in the next two years? If, you know, she probably is still alive. We know from people that have already watched the finale, who have gotten an exclusive peek at it, that the question of Connie does get answered. Uh, But if she does survive over the next two years, then... Let's say she does not suffer a tragic death, which would not surprise us. But if she does survive, what does that mean for her and her character and the whole Rick and Carol spinoff? A lot of questions. Uh, I'm a white boy, writes, they're going to New Mexico. Andrew wants to know, will Maggie die in season 11? We do not have an answer to that, Andrew. But I would uh, safely bet no, she's not. They would not bring her back for only a half a season or less and then kill her. That would be kind of counterproductive. Uh, Washington is with us from Argentina on Instagram. Welcome, Washington. Uh, Let's see what else is going on on Instagram. 
Beefcake says, I have multiple questions about season 11. Can you add me to the stream? No, I cannot. But if you do want to call in with valid questions, the number, if you're inside the United States, is 718-509-9270. If you're outside the U.S. and you want to call into our show, please use Skype. Look us up under the name Walking Dead Now, and it's a free Skype-to-Skype call. So, if you want to ask a question, but i got to tell you right off the bat, as far as Season 11, guys, you know, what you know, we know. You know, there's, you know, we can go ahead and uh, share our opinions and theories about what may happen, but they haven't even started shooting it yet, and a lot can still change. Anyway, all right, we got a caller. Hello, you're on Dead Talk Live with Viz. What's your name? My name is Evan. Hey, Evan, what's going on, man? So I was wondering because, like, I'm a big talk. I'm a big fan of Walking Dead. Uh-huh. Like, so, like, speaking of today, are Walkers like our next is like the Walkers of 2020? Wait, can you speak up a little bit and say that again? Oh, okay. So my question is, are Mexicans like the walkers of 2020? Come on. Really? Yeah. A statement like that gets your ass cut off. Cut off. Hell no. That shit ain't gonna fly here. Sorry about that, guys. Anyway... Let's go ahead and continue on. Uh, So, the next thing on the list is... uh, Now, this is coming from the actors. Norman Reedus uh, says the Daryl and Carol spinoff series will be something completely different. The Walking Dead's Norman Reedus has promised fans that the newly announced spinoff featuring Daryl Dixon and Carol will be a completely different type of show. Reedus, who will be starring alongside Melissa McBride in the character-driven series, appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live uh, yesterday, I believe, to talk about the upcoming venture ahead of The Walking Dead Season 10 finale next month. He says it's a different type of show. He explained vaguely it'll be completely different Just how different the new series will be is up for debate. However, with the possibility of a sitcom laughed off by the actor, now that would really be something completely different. Yeah, The Walking Dead is not going to be turned into a sitcom. Uh, He goes on to say it would be funny, I think, if it was a sitcom, to have these two characters explain uh, to the world who they are. That could be funny, he agreed. The Daryl and Carol spinoff is a long way off yet, but Norman and Melissa have already shared their excitement at bringing the fan-favorite partnership to life once again, shortly after Angela Kang-led spinoff was announced. Norman said in a statement that Daryl's relationship with Carol had always been his favorite one in the Walking Dead universe. I love the way these characters interact, and relate to each other on so many levels and can't wait to see where the ride goes from here. He said with Melissa McBride adding that she is very curious to see what kind of dynamic will unfold. There is a rather mysterious aspect to their fondness for one another that I enjoy and their playfulness when the world permits. She admitted, I'm very curious. Angela has a way of shaking things up in a great and unexpected ways. Dals on YouTube writes, do you think the extra six episodes of season 10 are going to be focused on Maggie? Yes. Yes. From what Lauren Cohen has said, I do. I really, really do. Uh, Lindsay writes, I hope Connie is alive and that Daryl and Connie find each other. Uh, Ingrid is with us on Facebook. Um, let's see. Uh, 
uh, Khaleesi watched last night's episode of Kimmel, where Norman was on. Uh, Singer Chick writes, oh, wow, so Norman liked Daryl's relationship with Carol better than any other, even better than Rick? I think he was just trying to say that it's different. It's a different kind of relationship. Uh, They just have a dynamic. They've known each other for so long now, as did Rick and Daryl. But Rick and Daryl, sorry, Rick and, yeah, Rick and Daryl's relationship was one of close brothers. Uh, I don't think there's a single word that can describe Daryl and Carol's relationship. You would, there, there's not just one word that can sum it up. It's it's just way too complicated. Uh, let's see. Jamie Joe on Instagram writes, so Carol and Daryl will leave The Walking Dead? No, 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 Jamie Joe. After The Walking Dead airs its final episode in 2022, Daryl and Carol are going to continue on with their own new show. Same characters. It's sort of going to be The Walking Dead Continues. Just with a different title. And that whole, that whole article that I just read before. Where it said that they are going to leave Alexandria. They're making big assumptions. A lot of stuff can happen where they stay in Virginia. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff that can happen where it doesn't necessarily mean that they leave Alexandra. And they're also making the assumption that in the Daryl and Carol spinoff, Alexandria is not going to be a part of the show. I didn't hear anybody say that. Nobody's ever mentioned that. Alexandria could still very well be a part of the Daryl and Carol spinoff. Like I said, they're making assumptions. And, you know, there's a line from a movie about assumptions that I love, but I can't repeat on the air right now. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on to the next thing, guys. The Walking Dead World Beyond cast tells us where they think the Rick, where they think Rick Grimes is in the zombie apocalypse. This ought to be interesting. The cast of World Beyond is supposed to give us some more information about the mysterious group that took Rick, the CRM. I think this show is leading us to a bigger picture of a connection of all three of the movies, World Beyond uh, star Nico Tortorella told Insider last November from the set of World Beyond in Richmond, Virginia. We're just gathering as much information as possible to where Rick is, he added. Does that mean they, the third The Walking Dead series will finally tell us where Grimes is in the expanded Walking Dead universe? Maybe. I don't think he's gonna. they're going to tell us exactly where he is. Nicholas said he first watched The Walking Dead when he was about nine with his father and has been following the, sh- the show through v- recap videos. He believes the CRM helicopters must have taken Rick somewhere important. What I think would be cool is if there's this huge, actual, great society just in New York City, uh, Cantu said. Somehow, they took over New York City, and it's this bustling utopia, and that's where he is. Oh, boy. I gotta wrap my mind around that one. Uh, He goes on to say, that's what I think. Uh, Alexa Mansour said, I have no idea. Mansour whispered, uh, admitted she wasn't completely caught up on the entire The Walking Dead series when we spoke. I haven't gotten that far. I'm only on like season two, said Mansour, who plays Hope. I watched the first season when I was younger, but it gave me nightmares. I have no idea where Rick is. Wow. Okay, um, Mahandru uh, comes to the show from the FX's The Americans, so sh- uh, sh- she's used to keeping some heavily guarded secrets. She plays a security detail huck for the Omaha community on the war on the world beyond, and kept coy 
when we ask where she thinks Rick could be. The, there's parallels and crossovers in some ways, but I'll let you figure that one out, she says. I know exactly where he is, but I'm not allowed to answer that question, said Tortorella, who plays Huck's colleague and head of security, Felix. If Tortorella really knows where Rick is located, perhaps we'll learn more about his whereabouts by the end of the limited two-season series. What do you guys think? You think he was messing with them? I think he was messing with them. Uh, I find it hard to believe that a character in the Omaha branch of the CRM knows about Rick Grimes being held by the New York branch of the CRM. I, I don't know. For some reason, I find that a little hard to believe. Cheney says, I have to go. Uh, I just want Viz to remember that his show is very amazing. Love it so much. Had a good night. Have a good night and stay walking, everyone. Thank you for joining us, Cheney. We love you as a regular and thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, Andrew on YouTube writes, Andrew Lincoln would announce his retirement from the series. Uh I must have missed something there. Dals on YouTube writes, uh, I also heard some people talking about Philadelphia because the skyline appears in the teaser, so I don't really know. Whether it's Philly, I heard New York, or Philly, I've mentioned this before, okay? The two branches of the CRM that we know, of course, one is in Nebraska, Omaha, that's where the world beyond is going to take place. The other one is in Oklahoma. That's the one that Al from Fear the Walking Dead ran into in, uh, in Fear. The third one, it's rumored to be in New York. Now, is it New York City or New York State? Those are there's big differences there. Uh, I find it hard to believe that, yeah, let's pick Omaha, Nebraska, Oklahoma, and you know what? You know, to round off that group, let's add New York City. Doesn't fit. So more of an upstate New York, but you, you brought up that teaser, that teaser that came out a long time ago about the Rick uh, Grimes movies, and it does show the helicopters flying towards the city. So, is it Philly? Is it New York City? We got to wait and find out. All right? All right, last article. And damn, I can't believe we're already 38 minutes into this show. The Walking Dead actor explains why Rick Grimes is a villain. And he is, you know? We have had many guests on this show. Uh, the good guy, bad guy notion in the Walking Dead universe... It's uh, it's subjective. It's from uh, whose point of view are you looking at it from? Whether you're a good guy or a bad guy. Negan thought he was a good guy. Negan thought he was saving the world. Rick thinks he's a good guy. You see what I mean? Anyway, soon The Walking Dead, interrupted by the coronavirus pandemic, will return to the screens, while Jason Warner Smith, who was our guest last week, who played the antagonist Gavin. Wait a minute. This article is about our show. <laughs> Holy shit. This is the kind of shit I get into. Because I save these articles to read together. They're writing about our interview last week. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Jason said to us last week. Oh, I got to read this now. Oh my God, that is so funny. I am reading an article that was written about my show. All right, let's go ahead and do this. Soon the walking dead interrupted by the coronavirus pandemic will return to the screens while Jason Warner Smith, who played the antagonist Gavin, explained why he considers Rick Grimes, Andrew Lincoln, who has always been a fan favorite, no less a villain 
to be the same as Negan. According to the plot of the show, saviors led by Negan in the 7th and 8th seasons fought with the survivors led by Rick, and Grimes eventually had to capture the hero, J.D. Morgan, in order to force the saviors to surrender and avoid casualties. In an interview, (laughs) Jason Warner Smith noted that when asked what was it like to play the villain, was asked by me. Um, where was I? When he was asked what it was like to play the villain, he always replies that if you have to discuss antagonists, then you should not forget about Rick. We were villains by necessity because everyone in such a world is villainous by necessity, he said. By the way, the, this position is shared by Morgan. Back in 2018, the actor stated, I think at this stage in history, everyone who managed to survive in the conditions of the apocalypse has done a lot of terrible things. He also added that if the audience watched Negan for many years, they would be on his side, and then it was Rick who would seem terrible to them. Grimes is set to return to the universe of The Walking Dead in a yet untitled film. How funny is that? I'm sorry, guys. That that tripped me out. I started reading an article about an interview that happened on this show. I thought that. I'm sorry. I think that's hysterical. Uh, Let's see what you guys are saying. Um, I'm a white boy, writes 100%. Uh, Andrew writes, Morgan would be immune to the zombie virus. Uh, Singer Chick writes, it's getting serious. Laughing out loud. Lisa Grover writes, cool. Uh, Dals says, Rick lied and killed a lot of saviors. He did. Lindsay Sparks writes, awesome. Lisa also writes, definitely deserving. Uh... Khaleesi writes, that is awesome, Viz. It's not the fact that they wrote about our show. That is very cool. It's the fact that this proves my point. If you guys ever uh, doubted me, I gather the articles and I read them and share them together. I want us to read them together. I don't scope them out. And uh, I go by the headline. I assess maybe the first paragraph. And in the second paragraph... It's, you know, it's from an interview that we did with Jason last week. And that's what they're referencing in this article. Uh, Nikki writes, I actually read that article before, but I didn't notice that it was inspired from here. Laughing out loud. Uh, IG writes, I died when they, when the walking dead. Uh, I'm sorry. I missed. I can't read the rest of that. Uh, Nikki Decker writes, congratulations, nice viz. Um, At the end of the day, you have to survive. Uh, Marie writes, that's awesome. Like I said, what's funny to me, like I said, it's not that it's an article referencing an interview we did. It's funny is that I started reading it as if it was somebody else's interview. Anyway, (laughs) that's a trip. Let's start with uh, today's uh, topic, guys. Character dramatic changes, all right? We're going to start with Carol. In season one, Carol is shown as the meek housewife who is living under the oppression of her abusive husband, Ed. She probably never held a gun before. Uh, After the camp was attacked by walkers and Ed was killed, we see the beginnings of a new Carol developing as she drives a a pickaxe into her dead husband's head so he would not reanimate. It's not until season three, though, that Carol blossoms into a useful member of the group and gains her confidence as she associates with the various members of the group rather than just with the women. From someone who could not handle a gun, she teaches Axel, who was a prisoner at the prison. Carol's character goes through further dramatic changes when we see the things that she is capable in order to protect to protect the people that she cares about. 
After being exiled by Rick for killing Karen and David, Carol not only proved that she could survive on her own, but stage a rescue as well. Next character, Morgan. In season one, Morgan is first introduced to us as someone who knew how to survive in the apocalypse, or at least learning how to survive, but he was also an emotionally wounded man who cannot bring himself to put down his undead wife. And um, that causes his son to get killed. And that's a big, huge factor as to why Morgan, boy, he lost it. And uh, Morgan's character has been on a roller coaster ride ever since. Uh, just in this past season, uh, you know, last two seasons on Fear, he sort of kind of stabilized a little bit. He would go from, you know, I have to kill everything that moves Morgan to all life is precious Morgan. Morgan goes through multiple changes throughout the series and each have been dramatic. From going through a phase of killing recklessly and having suicidal thoughts to being a complete pacifist that he reverts back to his merciless killing. Before leaving the communities, Morgan becomes delusional and more unstable as he struggles to find the balance between killing and being merciful. Next, Father Gabriel. When Rick's group first encounter Father Gabriel, he is a coward and fearful of facing the undead. After realizing that Rick's people are not evil, Gabriel does a 360 degree turn and becomes both a loyal fire fighter who would do everything he can to protect the communities and a competent leader. Six years after Rick's supposed death, Gabriel becomes the head of the council, proving just how much he has changed. Next, Negan. From his days of making others work for him, kneel for him, kill for him, Negan becomes the one who begs Maggie to kill him, who fulfills Carol's plans by killing Alpha in exchange for his freedom, and he also detests the person that he once was. And by his own acknowledgement, he admits to Alpha that he was a monster. Now let's talk about Aaron. Aaron is a pacifist, diplomat, who believes there were still good in people out there waiting to be found. After losing everyone he cared about, his character dramatically hardens into the warrior that he is today. This is his quote, which perfectly sums up the changes he went through and why he no longer wants to be the nice guy we once knew. His quote is, I've been keeping my cool my whole life. I've always been the nice guy, the good Samaritan. The thing is, Eric is dead. Jesus is dead, and I am God sick. I'm uh, sorry, I am goddamn sick of being nice. All right, next on the list, Enid. When we first met Enid, she felt like an outsider, and her attitude was that all the hope in the world was lost, so why even bother trying? It's not until Glenn and Carl convince her that there are people who care about her and that we start to see Enid start making some dramatic changes. Here's a quote by Glenn to Enid. People you love, they made you who you are. They're still a part of you. If you stop being you, the last bit of them that's still around inside, who you are is gone. Rather than focusing on giving up on the world, Enid becomes a selfless character who passes on Carl's philosophy that just surviving is not living at all, to Henry, which encourages him to make the right choices. Enid's dramatic change is further exemplified when she starts practicing medicine with Sadiq as her mentor so she could save the lives of others. Next is Morales. Sorry, from Fear. 
uh, we're going to go into fear right now a little bit and talk about Morales. Now, not much is known about Morales, but talk about an obvious dramatic change. Uh, you know, they're talking about Morales that we saw. It's a little bit confusing because Morales is the season one character on The Walking Dead that we again see mysteriously pop up out of nowhere in season eight of The Walking Dead, not fear. My apologies. In season one, Morales was gentle, caring, loving husband and father. He was also a great fighter who had a great relationship with all the members of the original group of survivors, except maybe Daryl and Merle. Though he knew Rick uh, the least because he chose to part ways just before they left for the CDC, Morales left with his family to Birmingham, Alabama, but somewhere along the way, it's later revealed that his family did not make it. Morales may have been on his own for some time, feeling completely lost before the saviors picked him up and gave him a new sense of purpose. Evolving into a hardened, ruthless, and loyal soldier for Negan, in Morales' eyes, Rick is the enemy, regardless of how things once were, because everything has changed, and he acknowledged that neither of them are the same people anymore. And he told, uh, he basically tells him, somewhere along the line, Officer Friendly died right along with them. That was the famous uh, Morales quote. Uh, let's see what you guys are saying. Uh, Lindsay on Facebook writes, Carol went from a shy character to a badass one. Absolutely. Now, Dwight from Fear. We're talking about Dwight, but on the Dwight that we know on Fear. Uh, from his days as Negan's right-hand man on The Walking Dead to the beginning of his road to redemption, when he switched to Rick's side, then is exiled by Daryl after the war is over, Dwight becomes a broken man, desperately searching for his wife, Sherry. Dwight is seen on Fear the Walking Dead as worn and ragged version of himself, a far cry from his days of being the brutal lieutenant who willingly killed for Negan. Anyway, Dwight meets John Dory in June, but not under friendly terms at first. Eventually, Dwight does follow them and reunites with Morgan, whom he immediately wants to convince that he is not one of the bad guys anymore. Morgan tells him that no one is and makes it clear that whatever happened in the past is history. By the end of Season 5, Episode 16, Dwight tries to save the group of survivors and brings horses so they can continue on their journey but are caught in a trap and forced to split up. Now, Alicia on Fear the Walking Dead. When we first meet Alicia in the pilot episode of Fear, I've described her before. To me, she was just a whiny teeny, a whiny like teen teenager. Uh, she would bitch about her brother Nick, not that she didn't have a right to, but she was uh, doing a whole bunch of complaining. Uh, but by season two, she's on board the, the yacht, the Abigail. We see how naive Alicia is by having those radio conversations with somebody else who's on a boat somewhere, leads a bunch of pirates to come and take over the Abigail. It's not easy picturing Alicia as someone who could hold her own and be the badass that she is today. Uh, having gone through so much, uh, including the loss of her boyfriend, uh, her mother, her brother, uh, she's lost everybody, her entire family. Uh, and she's probably not yet, not even done yet developing after Virginia separates her from those that she saw as family in the finale of season five of Fear. Uh, so even though the level of badassery 
that Alicia has reached, I think there's more to go. I think there's still more badass in Alicia to be revealed in Fear the Walking Dead. Now, Charlie. Season 2, uh, Madison finds Charlie, whose story is that her parents were killed early in the apocalypse. Uh, Charlie has been traveling with the group of people, the vultures. What they basically do is they find people who have set up camps, communities, and they wait. They wait because they know it's going to fall. Something's going to happen. They're going to run low on supplies. They're going to turn on each other. The walkers are going to overrun it. And all they do is they just sit back and wait. And they come and take it over. Well, Charlie was working for them. Okay? They're the ones that sent Charlie into the stadium. She infiltrated the stadium. Nick really liked her. Uh, But when those vultures showed up, she, you know, went right to them, did not really show any kind of feelings uh, back towards Nick, like she liked him or even felt bad for what she did to them in manipulating them and leading the vultures right to them. Uh, we don't really see any remorse in Charlie until she kills Nick. Uh, and it was an emotional decision she picks up a gun, shoots him in the gut. Uh, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Nick on Fear of the Walking Dead uh, deserved a much better death than the one that he got. Okay? He was shot by a, a preteen girl who was confused because uh, Nick had killed the adult that was looking after her, one of the vultures. Nick was out for blood for the vultures. He blamed them for the death of uh, his mom. They were all going out for blood with the vultures. That did lead to a big showdown between Alicia, uh, Strand, against the vultures. They took them all out. Uh, that is the scene, if you guys have forgot, where June, who back then we knew as Naomi... We see her, after she ditched the stadium group, actually joined up with the vultures. And man, did that really piss Alicia off, because Naomi, now June, uh, she was a liar. She wanted to be on her own. She only cared about herself. But we get to see her whole backstory, her story with John, how she met John at the cabin, how she left John at the cabin. And then she goes up to the stadium. Alicia starts to trust her. Madison starts to trust her. She just picks up and leaves there. And she joins up with the vultures. They meet up in this big gun battle. Anyway, they're all good friends now. Anyway, guys, that's the end of our show tonight. We literally have less than two minutes left. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, please tune in tomorrow. Uh, Lindsley Register Laura, a.k.a. Barcode, from The Walking Dead, Savior Turned Alexandrian, is going to be our special guest. It's going to be a great chat. We are really looking forward to talking to Lindsley. Uh, go to our website, deadtalklive.com. You can see recent episodes, featured episodes, our upcoming guests, our prior guests, See their interviews if you've missed them and a whole bunch of other information. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is called Walking Dead Now. Uh, and until tomorrow night, where we're going to have a fascinating uh, guest on, stay safe and stay walking, guys. <laughs>